Welcome to Six Degrees Within YGK, a podcast where we get everyone within the YGK area where we talk about health, fitness, and overall balance of life. I'm your host, Bob Payne, owner of Crossroad Limestone and Limestone Athletics. Hey everyone, welcome to another podcast with Six Degrees within YGK. Today, what we have are the three coaches, me, Dylan, and James. So today's format's going to be a little bit different. It's not going to be so much an interview, but what we did was we posted some questions. We asked people to ask us some questions. You guys submitted some questions, and we're just going to be drawing them out of the bucket here. And basically just having your turn, sharing our thoughts on each one. We have some questions. Each one... We're going to spend some time talking about each question. We'll take turns, it's about one to two minutes. Um, some of the questions include things about fitness, personal questions, and just some fun random stuff. So basically, we're going to jump into this. But before we start, you guys just want to introduce yourself. We got James on the mic right now. Yes, hello. This is James. Hey guys, it's Dylan. Okay. And you guys are also our first repeat guest on it, even though I wouldn't call you guys guests today, but yeah. Yeah, second time. Third okay. time will be the charm. Yeah. All right, so we're going to jump right into this. So I have the bucket. We have, I don't know, I think like 20, 20 between 20 and 25 questions. So basically, we're just going to be pulling some out. So the very first one, what we're going to have here is the biggest accomplishment we have. So this will be inside the gym. So we'll probably say our proudest moment. Sound good? Inside of the gym? Yeah, we'll say inside the gym. Oh, man. Or like we'll say with fitness thing. Okay. Um, so my biggest comp- accomplishment would probably be, I'm going to say two, two parts here. First one was able learning how to do a muscle-up based on the first try without ever actually never seeing one. That was something that I my buddy kind of like, hey, this is a muscle-up. He showed me. I jumped up. That was probably my biggest one where – so you didn't even have to work for it. You just got it. Just got it. He, wow. Yeah. Now we're just bragging. Is this about bragging? Yeah, this? it's a little bit of bragging on that, but because he was <laughs> trying to show me, like up show me with um, doing a comp, like a workout. He was trying to pick it so he would automatically win. I was able to do it, so I beat him on that. And the other one would be hitting my biggest snatch PR because that was just like so random that day when I got it. It was 225 pounds, but I wasn't expecting it. I think it was on like a class – James, you might have been coaching. I think, Dylan, you were there. And just we were doing some snatches. Things were feeling great. Just kept on going with it. And all the stars were aligned. Mobility was feeling good. Back wasn't blowing up yet. And Is that the heaviest you've ever lifted, or have you got a PR since? That, that was the heaviest. That was like four years ago. Can you I still think, hit it? No. Right now, if, you, yeah. if, we, if we had to go hit a max right now, no. Okay. No. Yeah. But that's okay. It's a PR. I'm happy with that. It's always in the books. It's always in the books, yeah. Lifetime PR. That's it. Uh, yeah, I guess I, it, I guess it more turns into more of a PR kind of thing. I think I would find back squats. A 430 back squat was pretty big for me. at a weight of like 175. That was pretty good for yeah, me. That's pretty good ratio. I was pretty happy with that. Wish it would have got heavier, but it's all good. Um, yeah, I think that's the thing that... I was always 
most proud of and happy with. I don't know about you, but... Um, yeah, for me, to PR again. Uh, before my wedding, we all got together and did, like, a guy session workout. Um, and I hit a, a max snatch of 285. Um, and that was my biggest moment that I was kind of pumped about, hitting that number. Now, when you guys hit those PRs, because when I hit the snatch, I was just like, yeah, awesome. Okay, I got it. I was happy. Did you guys do, like, a big celebration? Because I remember my, was, there was a class going on, so I couldn't go all nuts and yelling. Yeah, because that's your personality is to go all nuts and yelling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I didn't. Yeah, didn't. I'm like the <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't think any of us went nuts yelling. It's just kind of like... Uh, like fist like pump in the air? We're proud that we hit it fist pump in the air, yeah. I think uh, I do remember whenever I was doing mine, this was pre-COVID, but like we had, we would like do classes and then we'd also have like an open gym and people could do open gym stuff as well. And I remember when I hit mine, I was just doing open gym because I was just following more of a powerlifting program at the time. And I remember like everybody in the class was just watching like to see if I was actually going to stand it up and sure enough, I didn't. Yeah, and I think, like, like with mine, like, I think Dylan and Bryce were almost more pumped than I was, which is, I don't know, it's always fun to have other people pumped but see, up for you, too. It's usually the case. I always find that, like, you, when you see someone else get a big accomplishment, you're always more pumped. Like, when we see that with a client, maybe that's just the coach. Uh, yeah, all I agree. of us. Yeah. You see a client do something, you're more pumped up than them. Yeah. All right. Next question is... What is your take on fitness trackers? All right, well, I will go first. I'm currently wearing a Whoop on one arm and a Garmin GPS watch on my other arm. Um, so I like them in terms of, I like that they can give you data feedback. Um, with the Whoop, it tracks your heart rate variability, resting heart rate when you sleep, respiration rate and that stuff. Um, so it tells you how recovered you are and then it tells you, it gives you a recommendation for your strain or whatever for the day. I don't think that you should live your life based on what an electronic piece of equipment on your watch says. Um, but for me personally, it's good to know like the data and what, if I'm biking, this is going to affect me this way. Or if I'm lifting really heavy, it's going to affect me this way in a different way sort of thing. Um, and then my Garmin I just use because it has a GPS on it for um, running and biking and that sort of thing. Don't you just run laps on a track? With Not always. Things? Sometimes I go for runs or when I bike. <laughs> I don't don't bike around the track. So what's your take though on like other devices, Fitbits and stuff? I mean, it's the same idea. I think if it's getting you active and you have a goal and you say usually sedentary and you're like, I gotta hit this goal for movement and stuff. I think it's great if it's getting people out and being active and moving. Um, I don't think people should like base their calories on what they eat on it because there's a lot of science that shows that they're very inaccurate for that sort of thing. Um, but if it's getting you moving, I think it's great. If you're living your life based on what your watch says, I don't think it's so great. What about you, Dylan? Um, I, yeah, I haven't really used one since I got the Whoop. Um, and I've only had it now for four or five months. And I, it's been, it was good to see where I was at when I first started and track everything and see kind of the strain on my body. Um, how my body recovers, um, what like my heart rate usually is at, resting, all that. That was good to find out. But the more I wear it now, the more I less it. I find it less like helpful, 
just because I understand, I feel like I understand my body now and I'm like, I can continue knowing where I'm at now and I don't need to know every single day what I'm hitting just because I find my average number is kind of the same, which I think a lot of people are the same way. Um, but I don't know about, have you ever had one, Bob? Or you? No, I don't wear any of them. Like, I'm kind of the same with, I kind of agree with both of you guys. I've never worn them. I'll probably never get them because I personally don't want them. But just like what you said there, James, if you think it helps you get more steps and motivates you to kind of track your make sure, try and get better sleep try and get a better score if that motivates you then go 100% for it I personally would never use them um just because I find like with sleep and all that like I would know if I do not get enough sleep I know if I'm not like going to have a great day and performing right and like say working out or anything like that but sometimes on those days where I feel like absolute crap those are sometimes when you do the best. Now, it is good, like what you said there, Dylan, where you kind of use it as like self-checks, right? Just like say track your macros and stuff like that. I think everyone should do that every now and then. Track their macros, use a whoop or anything. Do like a self-audit to make sure, kind of see where they're at and see if they progress for or the whole year. Yeah, and that was the idea. It wasn't, I didn't, I didn't, I knew it wasn't going to be a long-term thing either. I just wanted a short-term of something to like see where I was at see strains and stuff like that recoveries how that was actually working um and i did try like i i did follow my whoop when it like told me i wasn't supposed to get any more strain for the day i tried that like i really was like okay i gotta really like lay back because it's telling me i shouldn't be really getting any more strain now yeah because i was going to ask did you guys ever like follow that so when you laid back did you find that that was easy to do or uh not necessarily, because if you still had stuff to do in the day, just average daily things put strain on your body. So it affected it that way. Um, but I did it more to try to better my recovery. So um, it was like changing all things you can do to try to change your HRV to help with your recovery and things like that. I just tried to follow it the best that it told me to. And it still, for me, didn't work. Because <laughs> I, <laughs> kind of, I kind of ignored it at the same time, because I was like, yeah, if my strain was at maxed out by 12 o'clock, well, I had the rest of the day. I was still going to get strained by doing Yeah, events. and, like, if you're training for events or something like that, too, you're like, well, do I change my workout today because of that? Like, no, you got to stick to the program. So that's why I always thought. Yeah, and I think, like, they, like, and I'm, I don't want to just keep comparing Whoop, but, like, on our devices, it, like, shows other athletes that use it and how they are affected with their workouts and how they respond to it, so... It's kind of interesting just to know that information about yourself on any kind of tracker, I think. Oh, for sure. Um, all right, next question. Injuries. Um, I think everybody here has dealt with one of them. Um, at and least. how At least one. Um, and how we've kind of dealt with that mentally, physically, how we overcame it, if we overcame it. Um, I'll go first here. Uh, mine was, the biggest one was a back injury. I, uh, I remember one day... Everything was going smoothly, and I came into the gym, and it was a clean and jerk. And it was a max out, and I did the clean, fine, and I did the jerk. And when I landed the jerk, I just felt something go in my back. And I I was like, "Uh uh-oh, I don't know what that was, but that was not good. And uh, sure enough, uh, that night it kind of seized up, and I couldn't hinge. I couldn't lean forward. I could do nothing. Like, I think it was just that point in my back being like you you've done too much kind of thing so did you do a lot was 
like some intensive training going up to that? Did you notice anything like leading into it or? No, I don't think so. I think the day before I had done a lot of hinging already like that in that sense. And then the next day was just, I was already fatigued and tired. And then I went for a one RM, which wasn't probably the smartest idea, but I did it. And yeah, so that paid, but it was actually more of an eye opener that I was like, okay, well, why did this happen? And like my core was crap. Like you like think, oh, well, like it's all about the six pack, but it's not. There's so much more to that like pillar that keeps you strong in your back that I did not have. Um, and I know I needed to work on. And that, that lasted though a long time. I seen Cairo, I seen physio, um, I seen a lot and I still deal with it today if I do a lot of like leaning forward. So a lot of hinging. So you won't catch me doing a lot of deadlifts. Um, you won't see me doing a lot of like light, um, like snatches or good mornings because that'll just flare it up. Cause I just don't have the strength to maintain, to do volume like that anymore. Are you doing anything right now to kind of prevent it from like say prehab stuff right now? Yeah. Yeah. So doing just things like try to, um, it's not every day. Um, cause I'm not perfect, but doing things like breaking it down, like I'll do like dead bugs, um, and just slow controlled. Maybe it's just like kicking one leg back. I don't even do opposite arm opposite leg. Like it's too advanced for me. Um, or like doing bird dogs, like still same kind of thing, flipping over, um, planks, side planks, just really stuff that I can try to ice like isolate in the core and have no movement there. So, um, that's kind of the big one for me. Nice. Yeah, mine, mine was uh, my sci- sciatica. It was at the very beginning of COVID. Right. Quick story on that. I've always had some back issues and stuff like that, scoliosis in my spine. Um, my sciatica was starting to flare up just as COVID was hitting. We shut down the gym, super stressed at the time, like the world's ending type deal. And I remember I was like, okay, I'm still going to work out. I'm still going force workouts, even though my sciatica was getting worse and worse. I remember that something happened. Um, Dan Okuna was here, and he was seeing a, a, like a client here in the gym. And I remember I was working out on the other side. And I remember doing it. I was doing like toe to bar and hang power snatches, like I don't know, maybe a wad, and just went. And I was – Too much hinging. Yeah. Well, like looking back at it for sure, but I was injured too because I was like compensating toe to bar because I couldn't like extend my left leg, right? And that was, that's the side that uh, sciatica was on. Uh, it was so bad that like, I couldn't even do, um, like I couldn't do anything. Like couldn't do pushups, couldn't do air squats. Like I could kind of do air squats after a little bit, but like even walking, walking around the block, it was so bad. I remember it was so frustrating. I've talked about this a few times on this podcast, like, but I remember it was such an eye opener and like, you just had to be patient and mentally it was the hardest thing just cause like, again, dealing with all the stress of the gym. Do you think the stress impacted like how long it took you to recover? 100% because I was trying to use um, working out as a release for the stress, what yeah. was happening, right? And I'm coming into the gym. The gym's sitting empty and some people, like you talk to them on social media and stuff, like texting, they're like, man, I'd love to go work out in the gym. And I'm walking to this gym and it's like my biggest nightmare. The gym's shut down. Not a single person's in here. Everyone else would be like, man, that would be my dream, be able to go into the gym right now. And to me, it was the biggest nightmare. Yeah. And, and over time, it started getting better. And it was so difficult because you couldn't see any physios. Um, I could only see my brother Pete, who's a Cairo, and he was like, "We need X-rays. Like this is bad." But we couldn't get any X-rays because everything was shut, right? 
so I actually end up reaching out to LifeR, LifeR is RX, Performance RX. I reach out to them, um, and they help me go through it for a couple months. It's just like the same thing with you, Dylan. It was all core work, and there's like, your core is weak as fuck. Like, I remember they're like, okay, let's do a max plank. I think I got to like 30 seconds. I was like, I'm done. I can't do this. And over time, like, eventually just got able back to it. So that would have been March. I think it wasn't until like, October where I started doing toes to bar again just because I was so nervous about doing it I remember the first time doing it and this amount of compensation patterns I built like reaching down trying to pick something up I still deal with it now that some days I feel it like going down my cab and stuff um is there anything that makes it worse like if you have to drive somewhere sit for a long time driving sitting is the worst for it um if I don't warm up and start doing like double unders, like pounding like that or running. Yeah. I'll feel it then. But mentally, it was probably the hardest thing. With doing the physical part of slowly building, because it was just like some days were good, some days were horrible. And I think that was the hardest thing. Some days I'll be like, okay, I can do like, I can do like a 95 pound back squat. Next day I'll be like, or two days later, I would like, I can't do anything right now. It was just so hit and miss. And I think that's why mentally it was so hard on me. Do you do any prehab or anything now for it? Same thing as Dylan. Like I try and hit the core stuff. Yeah. Um, try and do um, like the side planks, farmer carry, single arm stuff. Because, again, with, like has something to do with my scoliosis or something. That you just have to balance everything out. And like what Dylan said there perfectly is not all about the six-pack abs, right? Yeah. And to me, it was like my hamstrings, glutes. Basically, my whole posterior chain was it's just weak. It's still not like nearly as strong. But now I can kind of do everything in the gym that I want without like – Okay, this is going to make me nervous doing like like high rep deadlifts or anything like that. Yeah, okay. So. Um, mine was probably my back. Um, in high school, it started playing rugby. Um, had back spasms, all that good stuff. Go through phases where I couldn't walk, um, could barely sit, get out of my desk in class. Um, then it would get better, and then it would act up again. And then I started doing CrossFit, and then it happened again, back spasm. Did you at this point ever get checked out or? Uh, yeah, so it took a little while. First, when I was in high school, I went to my doctor and he just basically said, you're going to have to live with it the rest of your life. Great and advice. Yeah. yeah, it was really good advice. Um, and <laughs> then uh, he told me I could never like be muscular because there'd be too much weight on my upper body and my back wouldn't be able to support it. Um, and he uh, told you you could never be muscular in your yes, upper body. Now, was exactly that kind of like uh, I haven't seen him since that day? Yeah, so well, well, did that kind of drive you? Be like, man, I'm going to do bench press. I'm going to get jacked as shit. Now. Yeah, kind of, especially in high school because you just want to get as big as you can. Um, and then here, when I started coming here, and it acted up again, I saw Pete uh, for Cairo and then Dan Okuna for physio, and it was all stemming from hip mobility, hip issues that I had in there. Um, so basically, same as you guys i gotta make sure i warm up now i can't just start working out anymore can't just take a couple scoops of pre-workout yeah now did you not have that injury for competitions did you not like you were signed up for a comp and you had it or and did you back out because of it uh i did two events of the comp and then i had to back out because of yeah um and it was a team comp too so i felt even worse because i had to uh, like I was like I just couldn't do it anymore um, and then yeah ever since then I now kind of know when it's starting to act up and I gotta make sure that I do like stretches that I've got from physio before and things like that and it 
keeps it under control and then core work obviously helps too so now just kind of like what dylan was saying there like there's some movements where you're like okay i'm not going to do high rep or anything is there any movements that will get it going again uh yeah so like it's more like the lighter like a lot of squatting wall balls thrusters because i find if i'm not making sure that it's really controlled in my hip motion um it can flare up pretty good and then i'll get like an impingement in my hip and that's when it all starts yeah, I always find that injuries, it's always more the mental side. Oh, yeah, totally. Fixing all that. Yeah. Wicked. Okay, we're going to move on here. Next question. Pull out here. One superpower, what would it be? So this is a great one for me because I don't know too many of the superheroes. I'm going to pick with what Batman has. What, what are Batman's superpowers, Bob? <laughs> um, he has a really kick-ass car. Batmobile. Oh, good okay. one. Okay, yeah, the Batmobile. Yeah, there we go. Um, I'm not. I'm not into the. Mar- it's Marvel. Marvel comics. Marvel. Yeah. So yeah. I don't. So. Uh, no, he's not even Marvel. He's DC. Okay, yeah, DC. DC's Batman. Yeah. Okay. Okay. DC. Marvel. 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 Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm going to stick with Batman just because he was always my favorite. I know it's not technically a superhero. He's rich power. though. Would you get his money if you got his powers? Yeah, he has no powers. Just so you're aware, but it'd be built some pretty cool gadgets. True. So I'm that, that's I'm gonna have to stick with that one. Okay, Dylan. Um, if anybody's familiar, Iceman from Marvel. Nobody knows who Iceman is, so elaborate. But he uh, he has the ability to turn into ice, and he can control ice and like make things freeze. And he's like Frozo from The Incredibles. Okay, yeah, we all know who Frozone is. Samuel L. Jackson. I didn't know who Frozo was, but... Um, I would pick the ability to teleport because I hate flying and driving and sitting there for a long time. Have you only been on an airplane once? Uh, twice. Went to Italy and then went to Tennessee. To oh, Mayhem. yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. yeah. And I hate it. All right. Next question. Yeah, let's go. Okay. Do you take pre-workout or any other supplements? Um, This is a great one for you, James. Yes. You can't live without pre-workout. You need it in your life. (laughs) (laughs) I don't drink coffee or anything like that just because I don't like the taste of it. So I take pre-workout to get um, caffeine in. And I'm pretty sure I'm addicted to caffeine now. And it's an endless cycle of that. And I'm never going to stop. Protein, I do to get... um, extra protein in my diet so i'm not eating chicken breasts whey and casein i use animal-based protein so it's uh like a mix of beef salmon and chicken protein powder um just because sarah doesn't like to have the whey so we just switched over and i switched to um it tastes pretty good and then uh i also use a carbohydrate electrolyte supplement for long runs and bikes to get extra carbs in so yeah what about you bob so for I do take pre workout. I used to because you have to. Yeah, well, not every day. Um, coffee, like um, I always, I'm addicted to coffee. I think coffee is the best. Right, which is caffeine, and that's... which is but like to me, it's the morning ritual of, of drinking the coffee in the morning. But some days I'll take pre workout, especially if it's gonna be like a heavy lifting day where you're just not in the mood, like you're just low energy, right? And so you kind of need that. But I don't think anyone should be. Um, dependence on it to ever work Oh, that out. would be the worst. Yeah, imagine that. Yeah. But but do, <laughs> to be dependent on it, right? And so that's why some days I purposely try not to take it. 
As it comes to supplements, there's only three that I take, and these are the ones that I think, if anybody's ever going to ask my opinion on what ones they should take, I take a, like a whey protein. Um, sometimes I'll take a casein protein too before bed if I just found that I did not get enough protein in there. Um, and I try and take the whey protein after working out just because after doing like – Do you have carbs and stuff after your workout too? Or just yeah, protein? I eat my, – usually my go-to is like applesauce and stuff because right. after a hard workout, you're not – you don't want to eat. No. And so you just need something quick, right? Um, second one would be creatine. Um, creatine, I take that. Um, try and take it daily. That's another one that I think anyone should be taking um, just because it helps you recover. Basically, I won't jump into the facts about it. I just don't know enough to spend 20 minutes talking about it. But um, I think anybody should be taking it, even like I try and convince my parents that they should be yeah, on it. Yeah, I agree. I have that in my pre-workout or else I would take it separately for sure. Yeah. And then the third one is magnesium. I take magnesium before bed. It does help me sleep. Um, helps me recover on that too. Do you take like a senior's vitamin pill or? Um, sometimes, yeah. I, I get my prune juice in. Yeah. Glucosamine for your joints. Yeah, basically, yeah. I probably do need that. But no, I find with those three, like, like I know some people talk about taking like a multivitamin, all that stuff. Sure, if you need it, like, because again, supplements. It's a supplement to what you're not getting enough of in your diet. Like in the wintertime, we should probably take vitamin D. Yeah. I drink greens too because I don't eat enough vegetables. Well, because yeah. you, yeah, you eat a lot of, of adding supplements into your yeah. diet. But like, um, but you shouldn't be so dependent on it, right? So Right. Dylan? Um, used to take pre-workout, stopped taking pre-workout. Just found, yeah, it was good kicking, kind of got me started for a workout, but... I don't know. I just kind of dropped it. It got expensive. So stop doing it, that. Yeah, it's not cheap. Though. No, it all adds up. And then uh, supplement-wise, I usually just have more of a shake in the morning. Um, it's like a gainer, though. So I use it more as a meal replacement than anything just because I know, like, if I'm coming to work for 6 a.m., I'm not going to want to eat breakfast at 5. So, And I'm not bringing breakfast here. So I'll bring, like, a shake, um, and I'll load that up on carbs and fats and proteins and and that's pretty much – oh, and creatine. I take creatine too. Um, but other than that, that's pretty much all I take. Nothing really crazy. Yeah. Something I did – I've recently started taking is um, lion's mane mushrooms. So it's a it's an abstract, mushroom abstract. Basically, throw in your water. Basically, it helps you – gives you more energy to like keep more focused, right? That's something I've been messing around with the last – probably about over a month, month and a half now. And how's that going? Uh, I do know it's a big difference. Definitely gives yeah. you like more energy. Like say if I'm going to get up, do work and stuff, you got like a, li- a long list of to-do stuff. Um, I start to just take a couple drops in your water. You, people put it in their coffee. I think you can even buy with it in your coffee now. Lion's Mane Coffee, different brands have it now. Um, I do find that it does help like for a couple hours. It keeps you kind of focused. It's like I guess like the better way of taking Adderall. You know, like the like the drug that people take to keep them focused and stuff like that. I've never taken any stuff like that, but that's something I've been messing around with lately. Um, I'll give you guys an update on that in a couple months. About <laughs> let us know how that goes. Yeah, Corey know. Corey Firth, he's the he's the one that got told me about it because he always talked about it, like putting it in his coffee. I was like putting this mushrooms in your coffee. I was like that's messed up. He's like no 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 no, it's an extract. And so I started looking it up. So that's pretty good. Hmm. Right on, right on. Um, all right, we'll move on. Next question. Uh, favorite CrossFit movement or potentially your favorite maybe benchmark wad? 
personally for me, toes to bar. Anything gymnastics, really, though. I'll take anything. Shocking. Shocking, I know. Um, but I would prefer to do some toes to bar. Big sets. Uh, if there's, like, some volume on toes to bar, like a set of 80 or something, I would yeah, love Yeah, you say set of 80, be like, hey, let's do a workout, guys. Let's do, like, three rounds of 100 toes to bar yeah, each round. I'd I be like, no, I'm done. Yeah, I like personally 10. would love that workout. Uh, or that movement, I should say. I don't know about benchmark right off the top of my head, but... Yeah, I don't even know if any benchmark workouts have toes to bar in it, but yeah, probably. Um, in terms of movements, I like snatching, um, so either a heavy snatch or Isabel would be my favorite benchmark workout, which is 30 snatches at 135 for time. Um, it sucks, but I always like doing workouts like that. Um, yeah. See, my, my favorite benchmark workout is Lynn, and I know you guys are going to like Is what? Lynn. Oh, so yeah. it's max reps, bench press. It's supposed to be at body and weight. Strict pull-ups or something. And then rest as needed, then max pull-ups. So it says pull-ups. I always will say strict pull-ups. That's a great one to do. That, especially if you're short on time, that's great. Another one that Didn't I think. you do that before your wedding? Yeah. So we, the, yeah. we do bicep curls in yeah, there? Yeah, so we threw bicep yeah, curls right. in yeah. there too. Well, we had to get a pump on for that. Yeah, obviously. Um, Got to fill the shirt out. For the, all the photos. No, but another one that I think everyone loves to do is the uh, Linda, the three bars. That's a good workout, yeah. Yeah, logistically doing that in the class, it's impossible because you need three barbells. Everyone needs – so if we have a class of 10 people, technically we need 30 barbells. Even if you're sharing, it's a logistic nightmare, but that is always a fun one. Everyone loves that one because yeah. it's just gritty, heavy, and takes like – say like depending on the people – like 25 minutes to 30 minutes, something like that. Yeah, they did that at regionals one year, I think. It's a good workout. Yeah, they did. And in the regionals, a lot of people got pinned down in the bench press because it's Cross supposed to be – don't bench. Yeah. Actually, I should explain what the workout is. It's a 10, 9, 8, 7, all the way down to 1. Um, deadlift, squat cleans, bench press. Deadlift is 1.5 times your body weight. Bench press is your body weight. The squat cleans is 0.75. Yeah of your body weight. So everything's based on body weight. So when they did it at the, at the, in the competition there, um, they had prescribed weights across and some people was like heavier than their body weight. Some people was a little bit less, but a lot of people got pinned down in the bench press. And I think that was a big eye opener that, yeah, you need to do some, um, horizontal pressing. Yeah, there. I think so. Dylan and I did that one to 20 once and it took us like two hours and it was one of the stupidest things we've done. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like I've done Atalanta, but I think that one was worse than Atalanta. Well, what was that workout? Uh, Atalanta was, they just did it last year at the games. And they kind of took Murph and RX did plus. So it was a one-mile run. And then, oh, this is all vested, 20-pound vest. It was a one-mile run and then 100 um, handstand push-ups, then 200 pistols, 300 pull-ups, and then another mile run. And it wasn't bad because you just couldn't move fast. Like, it was just, it was slow. But you could always do a little bit as opposed to the other one. Like, you would just, your muscles could not do another rep. Well, like, yeah, like with the bench press, like, you're like, hey, I'm going to try and do one more. You can't fail in bench press because, no. one, you're not going to have spotters in that one, right? And no, no, no. And, like, in this workout, like, if you just fail, you could stop. But, that, yeah, it's different. It's different. And that one I always find in London, you go through a lot of chalk. Yes. Chalk everywhere. Your favorite. You love chalk all over your gym. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, big chalk clouds here. Wicked. All right. 
Let's go on to the next question here. I don't know how many questions we've answered so far. So next one. Oh, I like this. What events are you excited to see in the Olympics? So we got the Olympics starting like, today. So when this podcast release, I think we'll be halfway through the Olympics. Yeah, about a weekend. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love the Summer Olympics. My favorite event and the whole thing is the 100-meter sprint running. Because it's short. You don't have to watch it for very long. No. But like that is like the epitome of, they always say, athleticism is the winning the 100-meter sprint. So to me, I'm super pumped on seeing that. I think it's going to be a good one because um, Usain Bolt's not in it. Are there any Canadian sprinters that you want? DeGrasse, he's, he's in, in it. it. So he, I think he has a good chance to medal. He, um, he came third in the last Olympics there. So he has a good chance of winning. He was injured a couple years ago. Um, he's a slow starter. So... He might not win. I think it's going to be um, that one American. Oh, what's his name? Lyons? I don't know. Okay. There's Gatlin, who's like the oldest guy. He got banned there for about 10 years. Oh, okay. I'll look it up here as you guys go. So that's what I'm most excited for. Okay. I like swimming because I swam competitively, so watching all the swimming events. And then uh, rugby sevens is always fun to, oh, nice. to watch. Yeah. Dylan? Uh, going back to my roots, hurdles. Any, well, I shouldn't just say hurdling. It's most, I like watching that one the best, but anything in the athletics realm, any of them, track or field. Same Uh, here, the jumping and all that. You don't see that stuff as much, but yeah, that's the stuff. The athlete I'm talking about is Noah Lyles. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I think that's kind of what I'm most looking forward to is most to watch is athletics. I'm happy to watch anything. I think it's all pretty exciting and cool to see that these people have come so far. Um, even in weightlifting, I think it's interesting to see how a different styles from different countries, right? You can just see the difference and how much weight they can lift. It's pretty cool. Well, and the good thing about that, like going back on your guys' point, is that we all have done it, so we can relate to that. Like James, you did swimming, you can relate to that. Dylan, you did hurdles, you can relate to that. So yeah. I think, yeah, yeah, so that's always going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, all right, next question. Uh, favorite comfort food? Something you're go-to, typically don't eat, but something that is like, I guess, a cheat meal almost. I guess it's not really a cheat meal for me, but uh, cinnamon buns. I could always go for cinnamon buns. I don't care. Is it homemade? Or like, is there a Pacific that you're like, this makes really good cinnamon buns. Cobbs. Cobbs. Yeah. The bakery, they make really good ones. Um, Yeah. Otherwise, I'll eat anything. Other than fish. I was going to say, sushi? <laughs> All you can eat sushi? Let's go. I do not eat fish, but uh, anything from the sea, yeah, no thanks. Um, but yeah, I'll, I if somebody was like, hey, eat a bag of chips with me, okay. Eat a tub <laughs> of ice cream, okay. I'm not really a pop guy, um, but really my comfort food would be like cinnamon buns. Yeah. I'm an ice cream guy. Like, give me a tub of Ben and & Jerry's, and I'll just eat the tub of Ben & Jerry's. Um and oatmeal chocolate chip cookies. I do like that. Yeah. And I will put the Ben and Jerry's in between two oatmeal chocolate chip cookies and eat it. Now, when you do it, like, the, the oatmeal chocolate chips, is there a specific kind that to make that ice cream sandwich? Either Sarah makes them or Farm Boy has good ones in their bake shop that I use. See, with me, ice cream sandwiches. Crush them. Like, the, like real cookie ice cream sandwiches yeah, like, or, like, the ones that have, like, the chocolate wafer things? Both, any kind. I love them all. Like I could eat like two, three, sitting in bed right before I go to bed. Like 
that that would be your my hands are all food. chocolatey and ice creamy when you go to yeah bed. i'm it's okay with, yeah. i'm okay that's what the top sheet's for you wipe your hands on the top sheet that's no good point so no that would be my comfort food um yeah yeah that would be my favorite comfort food okay yeah that's a good one better than dylan's what one okay um do you prefer morning or evening workouts um i would rather work out at 4 a.m than 4 p.m which you have done many times yes yeah, so i'll get up at four and get rolling and start working out at 4 35 yeah. what time would you go to bed before I uh, try to be in bed by 8.30, 8.45. Um, usually it's closer to 9, but then sleep by 9.30 for sure. Yeah, I'm the same. Well, not 4 a.m., but morning. Morning easily, hands down. Because I find like by like 4 o'clock in the afternoon, I'm just not going to work out. By then, no. Just yeah, not I have no zero out. motivation in the afternoon. As soon as like one rolls around, like, yeah, no, I'm not working out. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, I'm going to stick with you guys morning. Um, I don't know how people do it after work and come in here. And props to them because I, I couldn't do it. I have already mentally checked out. I'd rather get it first thing in the morning, wake up and do it. Um, it's kind of the ideal time. Well, same here. And, like, especially because you have to coordinate your eating all day. Like, I think about eating all day. But then you're like, oh, I can't go crush this big heavy meal because I'm going to be working out within two hours. Yeah, so no, exactly. You gotta coordinate all that. The people who do that, it's awesome. And I know some people, it's not by choice that they choose to work out. It's just because it's only time their schedule allows them. Yeah, right. Um, but people who come to our last class in the evening here at seven fifteen. Yep. Great on them because by then, if I wasn't coaching, I'm already thinking about like, okay, I'm gonna be going to bed in about an hour. Yeah, yeah. On Monday, Wednesdays, I'm like, oh, I'm getting ready for bed. Yep. Other nights, I'm coaching. Next question. Next question. Okay, we'll do a couple more here. Biggest phobia or fear? Hmm. Now, biggest phobia. So I don't have too many phobias. I guess you can say, Terry says I have a phobia of caterpillars. I wouldn't say it's what? such a, I would not say it's such a phobia. Wait, what? Yeah. Caterpillars? I, 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 like it, hanging from trees? Yeah, like if we're sitting outside on right now and one fell on me, I will start cursing. I'll like throw like a mini temper tantrum, start cursing, saying it's the stupidest thing. Do you often get attacked by caterpillars? Get attacked by caterpillars? No, well, when you see them, I just think they're like the grossest thing. Like I'm not afraid of them. I just get mad. It's more like anger when I see them. I know they're useful. They turn into butterflies. We have to think about that. Or I guess that would be my, yeah. But like, yeah, that would be that. Phobias. We will, yeah, we'll stick to phobias on this one. Okay. I don't like spiders. I think they're evil and the worst, and they want to kill you. Uh, I kind of agree on the spider part, but I can get away with killing them. Sorry. Um, yeah, see, I, I don't mind them. Like, if I have to kill and got to kill one, if I can, like, pick it up and throw it outside, we'll do that. Yeah. But snakes, I'm done. You're, I will be the first one gone. If I see a snake, I'm out. I've watched snakes on the plane. Snakes on a plane? Yeah. No. No thanks. See, I, I got bit by one in the water once. Oh, no. It was like, well, like I was running to the water. I stepped on, like, I guess there was a little nest. I was running to jump in. I was like, some rocks there. I stepped on one. It came and bit me as I was, like, jumping in the water. So if there's snakes in the water, I'm out. I don't mind if we're sitting right there. They're right there. I was like, okay, I can deal with that. But in the water, 
I'm swimming. I'm swimming faster than Michael Phelps to get out. Oh yeah. No, if I if I see one, I'm that's it. That's game over. And but I don't know if it's like a phobia because I can, like I could see a photo of it and be okay. But if I'm near it, I won't be near it very quickly. So anyway, I think that's more. So other than spiders James, and snakes, other than James's um, spiders, we don't have phobias. I guess more fear. No, nothing like cotton balls or like. Or balloons or because I know some people are afraid of clowns. Yeah. No, nothing like that. Um, quick question: clean and jerk or snatch? Uh, just the clean. I don't like the jerk. Well, what's the context <laughs> of this? So, like, what is the context? Like, are we just doing a one rep max? Are we hitting like assistant a wide? Are we just like? Uh, yeah, you made it so good. Uh, no, let's just go one rep max or something like that for a heavy, something heavy. Probably clean, minus the jerk. But if it was clean and jerk, then probably just the snatch. I don't like jerks. <laughs> yes. Um, can I say clean minus the pull off the floor, minus the jerk? Do a hang power clean. Um, I like split jerking. I don't like cleaning, though, so I'd have to say snatch. Well, uh, what if we change it to power clean? Then maybe a clean and jerk, yeah. 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 See, I see. I would pick snatch any day, just because. But the thing is, with snatches, like to me, all depends on how my shoulders are feeling. If I got tight shoulders, it's I'd rather pick the clean. Right. Yeah. But if if we're doing them in a wad, definitely the snatch. Oh yeah, in a wad, I think you can breathe. I can just breathe better. We're doing unless snatch, well, unless the bar's it's not hitting my throat. Yeah. Unless it's a power clean, then all day in a workout. Yeah. And I think everyone's like that. Everyone loves power clean. That's a fan favorite. No one's ever like, oh, I hate power cleans. Everyone is down for a That's power simple. clean. That's simple. It's an athletic movement. Yeah. Um, okay. We'll move on to the next question. Um, one tip you could give someone new joining the gym um, from a coach's perspective. Uh, the tip that I would give somebody is think of the long-term goal. Don't think short-term. Um, think about like why are you doing this and it, does it need to be completed this week or does it need to be completed next no probably your goal is long term so maybe one workout you have to scale back a little bit and that's okay um, again look at long term and what you're aiming for in that sense not you can have short term goals and that's fine but typically take it one day at a time and don't kind of presume it needs to be done that week yeah that's good I agree with you like long-term, but my, I'll, I'll change it up a little bit here. Any tip, have your reason for coming in and stick to it. Like write it down on a piece of paper, put it on your mirror in the morning every day so you see it. And so that way you have your reason. Now it doesn't need necessarily be like like a, like exact, like, hey, I got to get my first pull-up. Like, like a concrete goal can be subjective, but stick to that and remind yourself. So that way you keep the motivation to – keep going there yeah yeah i was gonna say something some like i guess it falls into what you guys are saying um but kind of holistically look at going to the gym whether it's um like looking at your goals that you have in the gym looking at the long term but how is it also going to impact your life um in terms of living a healthier lifestyle um being healthier when you're older um and it's not just for the like the short term that you're here it's for know what you're training healthy. for yeah exactly and the second part too i would say eat Yes, I think everybody, not everybody, but I think a lot of people need to eat more to fuel the workouts so that they can 
be successful in the gym and outside of the gym. Yeah, especially in this type of stuff. Because a lot of times when people start coming, they're like, okay, I'm going to clean up my diet. They d- d- do a whole life approach, right? And so they're like, I'm going to clean up my diet. I'm going to start coming in here. A lot of times when they say clean up their diet, they just cut back on food. When you come into high-intense workouts, you need to eat. Yes, and like carbs, like rice, and whether you or any sort of carbohydrate. I know it was preached a long time that they were bad, but it fuels the high intensity of CrossFit. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Next question. Next question. Um, oh, Bob has a question. Yeah, I'll okay. go. I'll yeah, go yeah, next. Yeah, okay. So the first one. Oh, well, the, the next one here. What celebrity or celebrities do you most want to work out with? So. Easy one, we could all say love to work out with the Rock. Because I, I think that would, say that. I think that would just be fun. Now, but I also love to work out with Matthew McConaughey, but he's just my favorite actor. So really, that would be I'd just rather sit down and just have conversations with him, talk about life. We wouldn't work out, but I'm sure you can throw do some cool workouts. But. Yeah, um, I would say Rich Froning, but we went down and worked out with him. Um, so I would say. Probably an actor like Chris Hemsworth, for example, who's getting ready to look huge in a movie like Thor and how they work out for that and then eat with them throughout the day, too. That's what I would like to do. Now, you said you worked out with uh, Rich Froning. Was there any other games athletes that you would say, like, yeah, I'd want to work out with this person because I like their training style? Or are you like, no, like Rich was kind of the go-to? Um, at the time it was rich and it's like, that would still be my first choice, but I would love to work out with Jacob Hebner too, just cause I think he does crazy and stupid things. And I like to do crazy and stupid things as well. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. You like to do crazy, stupid workouts. <laughs> yeah. What about you, Dylan? Uh, oh, I have to think about that. Um, from a celebrity standpoint, yeah, I think James is right on the sense of like somebody like Chris Hemsworth, um, anybody who's kind of getting ready in, in shape for some type of movie like that. Um, it is interesting how it's, it's funny. I'd almost want to more be with those trainers to uh, the celebrity trainers to get a realize on how they do their training for, to prep these guys. Like it's a different training style that they do to get them ready for these movies and their, um, what their workouts are like. So it's almost like I'd rather be with the celebrity trainer than the celebrities. Yeah. I agree with you on that one. Cause I'd like to see what they do. Um, like I remember like back in high school, you used to always read the men's health magazines of like, yeah. Hey, this is how so-and-so got ready for this. And you read yeah. all that. So I'm like, man, I'm going to copy that. So yeah. I go outside, which was probably not true, <laughs> yes. but well, I, I thought about it, but yeah. Um, but I think, yeah, I think like, yes, I'd, if I was like, uh, want to work out with somebody, let's go with like Ryan Reynolds. But otherwise, uh, I think, uh, yeah, I'd rather work out with the celebrity trainer than the actual celebrities. Because Ryan Reynolds is dreamy. We all want to work out with him. It's true. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Bob doesn't know who that is. <laughs> no, he was in that movie, The Notebook or something. No? Well, no. Okay, never mind. Yeah, that's okay, though. <laughs> He's Canadian. I know that. Yes, there you go. Um, all right, next question. Who had the bigger influence on the CrossFit brand, Matt Fraser or Rich Froning? Um, I would say for people that started CrossFit back in the day, Rich Froning, he was the face of the games, um, winning however many years in a row. Um, 
he was like the big athlete that CrossFit pushed. And then he retired. Matt Fraser kind of took the realm. So new people coming into the sport, um, watching the CrossFit games, although he's retired now. But it was then Matt Fraser, Matt Fraser, Matt Fraser. Uh, so that would be more of like a, a name that people would know and recognize the accomplishments that he's done. Um, instead of Rich. In terms of building the brand, maybe Rich Froning because he started at the beginning, um, but continuing on with it, Matt Fraser. I would say um, I agree with you, Rich Froning. I think hands down, even still. I know everyone, like, they know who Matt Fraser is. They're like, oh, yeah, he won it. But Rich Froning does more to promote the brand and talks about his workouts more and be like, he used to, back in the day, used to do all, like, the, basically Dave Castro's little, um, circus show where Dave Castle they go somewhere and like be like okay who's challenged Rich Froning do this workout be like like 50 dumbbell snatches with a 100 pound dumbbell first one to beat them gets like three pairs of shoes they used to do was that at the ranch they used to do that um they used to travel around and uh, they used okay. to do like the the affiliate um what would they call them or like weekend conference basically Rich Froning was just put on show to do all that stuff um I think he still does more because he talks more about what he does with CrossFit. Matt Frazier was a very um, introvert. Like, he didn't, he didn't put himself on display, and that's totally cool with him. And that's how he was as an athlete because he was there to win the games. He wasn't there to promote the brand, right? Rich Froney was like, hey, I love CrossFit. I'm here to promote the brand. And he just happened to win too. So that's why I think Rich Froney does more for CrossFit. And who's going to be the new one? Who's like, the up and coming? Who's going to be the next name? Who do you think? The do you think like not? Do you think uh, like Noel Olson's going to surprise some people here, or do you think? I, I uh, think they're going to use him more as a brand like ambassador, yeah. right? But I don't think he's going to win the next games here. Um, I'm I'm a I'm a fan of Noel Olson. I used to not like him, but then because I follow Training Think Tank, which is his right. that he. Um, trains with i just don't think he's going to be the next one who's the next one i don't know i think it's gonna be some of those young guys i don't know their names um right yeah fair enough um yeah i think james hit it spot on there um it depends when you started crossfit whether you were kind of earlier stages or and that's kind of like the same with like i think if we're going between the two fine but mine even started further back and i feel like it was like jason kalipa and Chris Beeler. Like, uh, that's yeah. who I first was. Like, I was like, yeah, you kind of knew Rich, but you knew more about Jason and how he was, like, NorCal and all this. And still is. Um, but I think that was actually... Well, back then, they also had a different marketing scheme. Like, they used to put the workouts. Hey, this is what the guys did. Like, say, they post a workout on the in their times and all that. And you could see them. You watch the videos of them doing it. And, like, I think they... It was different back then. They pushed a lot of that stuff and that's why we know all those yeah. the old school guys right yeah yeah um kind of following with the crossfit um question here next one is what do you think of the crossfit games format um over the years this year um for this year personally um i'm okay with it uh, i like it better than taking the top person from each country it doesn't matter where you were as long as you were the first one you made it to the games i didn't like that um i think that was a not to be mean but a waste uh just and i feel like this is a little bit better um getting people the opportunity kind of like that regional setting again with uh sectionals but um yeah it's hard to say because again we don't and and even 
like I don't know about events wise if we're going to talk about events in the sense of this year and how that's going out but like yeah we don't even know any of the events and it starts next week they haven't released anything so I'll, I'll go next here because I'll quickly explain it here just in case not everyone knows that right so, so what it is always in the past there was three stages the open regionals games then they played around. I won't go through every year because every year seems to be different, and especially than COVID. This year there was the open, which was three weeks. In my opinion, I thought that Instead was instead of four. Instead of five weeks, and I thought that was perfect because um, usually by the third week, everyone's kind of tired of it. It's like I will say from a coaching perspective, it is exhausting because it goes all day, all weekend, and that's what basically for five weeks. That's what like. Yeah, and you have to plan all your programming plan, around like it. It's a, yeah. like it can be very logistic, logistically difficult. So three weeks. Then they did quarterfinals. So they take the top 10% of each age group and all that. Then they do online qualifier. After the online qualifier, then they do um, – I forget the percentage of that, but then you get to go to an in-person competition. I think the way it was was you applied for what um, – yeah, they in had different. You wanted to yeah. go to, and the higher you placed in the quarterfinals, you got your first choice. You might have got your second choice if you were lower down, or your yeah. third choice. Yeah. Yeah, and then they have the cross of games. I like it this year because it, um, I think it's better than the, the three stages that they had. Yeah. Before, um, especially with the taking the top ten percent because you take the top ten percent of every gym. Those are like the more serious people who want to compete, so they're going to jump in, do their workouts, um. And they can make them a little bit more difficult than the open because the open's inclusive. And then after that, it becomes exclusive, right? And so I think that was very good. I don't agree with the quarterfinal one of the workouts this year because the, uh, the rope climb pistol, not just because oh, I did yeah. horrible in that, but they because of the equipment that they had less in that. accessible to, yeah, because yeah. we were locked down at the time. We had to do this over at Jackie's house, like we were doing rope climbs off a tree, we moved the GHDs over there. Um, we had to do pistols. It wasn't just because the gym was shut down, but how many gyms are going to have rope climbs? And it was a specific height, and like our specific ceilings weren't even high enough to. And if we had like ten people doing it, we could only have like say two people go at a time or one person, just because of um, right. rope climbs. GHDs are very expensive. It just, but again, this wasn't made to be inclusive. This was a little bit more exclusive, but that's my own opinion. Right. Fair enough. Um, I'm sick of it changing, to be honest. Um, but I do think that. This format was pretty good. Um, the only thing I would say is that it'll be interesting. They did it last year when they had the sectionals, but uh, instead of having regionals, which every regional had the exact same workouts, all the um, semifinals or whatever they were called had different workouts and could program for themselves. So it might not be biased, but just give you might have given you different people than you would get at the games as if it had the same workouts across every semifinals or regional would be the only thing that I would say is maybe. No, I will say I do – like it's going to keep changing because they're still trying to – because it's not a simple system that they're trying to create here, right? Right. And I think it's going to keep changing. But they are – seems like they are taking advice and they are trying to make things better every year, more accessible. Because the way they used to do it was when they only had the regionals, like it was kind of um, – like it was only one person controlling the whole thing. I did like how they had sectionals. Yeah, in the sense that like could, became more of a yeah. game. Like you had to pick what one you want. It was more of a season. Um, I know some people say it was a longer season, but it's like more like golf. Like there's different qualifying events that make it to like the grand championship, right? Right, and you pick what works for you. Essentially, what, one you what want works to for do. you. Yeah. Right. All right. Next question. 
favorite activity to do away from the gym? Is this like fitness activity away from the gym or like? Doesn't doesn't matter. Let's go with anything. Your um, favorite thing, James. I like reading. Um, and then I also, activity-wise, doing things. I like swimming still. Um, being out of the gym, but getting fitness in swimming, and then being on the water, paddleboarding, stuff like that to be active. Yeah. Uh, personally, I do not like reading. Um, I would rather do some type of like Reno-ish work. Would be kind of my go-to. I'd like to do something, whether it's in the construction realm, working on my house, um, something like that. Otherwise, if I am out, um, I I really like wakeboarding. It's kind of I don't get to do it often, but that's kind of my thing I like to do outside of the gym for activity. Outside the gym, activity, swimming, paddleboarding, that's my favorite. Yeah. But just things to do outside the gym, as in hobby or activity, I say probably going out and eating. Like going find like a cool restaurant, like a cool food truck off the side of the road that's known for like their smoked meat or something like that. Going finding delicious food at random spots because... I love food. I think because every have you found all the spots in Kingston, all the good spots. I'm still working on there. Yeah. There could be some hidden ones we don't know yet. Why GK wants to know? They want to know where to go. I know. Well, like I'll we'll do the next podcast on that. <laughs> like all Bob's favorite spots, but even like going to other like small towns, right? Going north of Kingston, finding sure. like oh, this is a great spot, great view, things like that. Love talking about food and the experience about going to the restaurants. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, all right. Last and final question. Um, currently, or just finishing up, what are you watching? What are you watching on TV these days? Bob, you can go first. Okay, so the Stanley Cup Finals just ended, so <laughs> I'm not watching much right now. Uh, probably get into the baseball. So, honestly, I'm just not a watch TV type show person. Like, I could sit there and watch sports for, like, four or five hours, sit my ass down, and not, like, just talk about sports. That's, that's you on football Sundays. Yeah, that's don't me text on Bob. Yeah, don't interrupt because he's busy watching. If the Bills are playing, please don't text me. <laughs> don't do anything. Okay, or my phone goes on airplane mode. But I, I can't sit there and watch a full movie. It takes me like four tries to watch like a hour half movie. Yeah, James is the same way. He'll, uh, I'll say like, hey, watch this movie. Like it's pretty good or whatever. And I will check back with him in like a week and a half. I'm like, how you doing? He's like, well. I watched two half hours. I'm almost done. Like, he will not sit through a full movie. He can't unless it's, like, in a movie theater and he's, like, forced to watch it. Otherwise, he's the same. Really, you just end up napping in the movie theater. I have fallen asleep in the movie theater before. I watched John Wick. John Wick 3, I fell asleep. I will say the John Wick 3 was the least... I don't know. I wasn't big on that. The first one was the best. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Are they? Yeah, they're making a John Wick TV show. Oh, I didn't it's know that. Great. Okay, I might watch like that. If that comes on, I will watch that. For someone's dog dying. Yeah. Oh man, I cried when they when they showed the. I know it was well, sad. Uh, yeah, that was the worst part. Didn't cry when all the humans died, but the dog. Yeah. No, that's sad. Yeah. Um, I am in school right now, so I haven't started any new TV shows, but probably on my fifth or sixth watch through The Office, and I'll, I don't know, watch half an episode some evenings just because. Are they only like twenty minutes long? I'll watch half an episode some evenings because <laughs> I can't sit that much longer to watch them. Um, sometimes I'll watch a full one or whatever, but that's my go-to mindless show is The Office. And it should be everyone's go-to mindless show. While I agree with that, 
Um, I do like to watch other things. Um, I recently wrapped up watching Startup. It's a pretty good one. Uh, and Yellowstone, another good one. If you're looking for a show to watch, watch Yellowstone. Ozark, another great one. Anyhow, list could go on and on. I do watch a lot of TV because it's just mindless for me, and I just like having something playing in the background. So that is it. I guess I'm the same, but just with sports. So. Yeah, just in the background, just, just something going. You kind of look here and there, and it's kind of just playing in the background. Well, it's, it's like every baseball game on right now matters. There's 182 games in the season, but right. every game matters. You can watch all that. Yeah, but it's exactly. never – unless it's football on – yeah, just in the background. Football 100% key to Fully in invested. Yeah. Right on. Awesome, guys. Thanks for listening in. No problem. All right. Everyone enjoy the rest of the day. You too.